Hello, my kings, my queens, my everything in betweens. That was pretty cringy, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, what's up? How are you? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time you're listening to this. I hope you've had an amazing week since the last time we got to see, hear, be with whatever sentence I'm supposed to use there, each other. Um, If you're new here, welcome to Deadlifts and Daddy Issues. I'm your host, your CEO, your birth giver, Quinlan Bryan, and this week, I'm mad. I'm mad. Um, Let me tell you why. I'm just, I'm diving right into it. Like, fucking actual decent intro. That's, you got your cringy part, okay? And I know so many of you love that so much. So, you got it. That's it. That's all you're getting. I'm mad. Let me tell you why. Okay. (laughs) So, this week, um, I get a message from RSS that says they're going into maintenance. um, And that if you regularly upload your podcast between this time and this time to not to, to postpone it because um, of the maintenance that they were doing. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, put the message on Instagram. I postponed it, was going to upload it Monday afternoon and have it post for Tuesday. I get to get on my MacBook Monday afternoon and it's frozen. And so she's in the MacBook hospital and hopefully they fix her and can recover all my files or I will literally have a fucking mental breakdown. Um, However, Abby's episode should be safe. It should still be on the cloud, the drive, whatever. And so everything should still be able to be posted. It's just going to be a week later because I had to break out my freaking Windows PC uh, to record this on and I don't have access to all my other files because they're all on my fucking MacBook. So we're going to go with the episode that I planned on posting next week, this week, and we're just doing it a week early. So it'll be a little bit different than I wanted to, but like whatever, right? And like, here's the thing. Yes, I know there are worse things in the world, but when the slightest inconvenience happens, it pisses me off. And my MacBook fucking losing its shit is one of those, okay? Am I being dramatic? Maybe, but you know what? You all loved me and you signed up for it when you pressed play, so, or follow. Do you follow me on Instagram yet? If you don't, you should. Um, okay, this episode, was it really even a tangent? Not really. It was just kind of like a me being pissed off for a couple seconds. This episode um, is I'm going into a meat prep and so I just wanted to talk about what that looks like for me personally and what my boundaries look like and maybe that maybe you're not going into a meat prep but maybe you have a cheer competition coming up. I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my head or a volleyball tournament or some kind of sports thing. Maybe you play football, baseball, softball, basketball, whatever. Maybe you have a really big meeting coming up in a couple weeks at work. Maybe you have to launch a big, um, a big something for a bunch of important people. I don't know. Maybe you just need to, like, focus on yourself so that you can heal and grow and, um, work on being a better version of you. And so, regardless on what any of that looks like for you, maybe some of the things I'm doing to prepare myself for this meet can help you, um and other things that you're preparing for, or maybe it can just help you, like, set aside some time for you, and I'll get into that. So, my lifting week starts on Friday, and so this Friday, when I get my program from Liz, it will be, it will be a meat prep, and let's just talk about the things that I'm feeling nervous, (laughs) which, um, I was talking to a friend today, and they were like, you know, that's really typical, so, like, don't think that you're feeling out of the ordinary, 
But my thing is, is that I'm a little extra nervous this time because of what happened to me in Indy. And so I went and bought a journal specifically for like writing out how I feel. And like I have athlete notes um, on my program, but like I want to get specific and I want to really keep track of things. So I've um, went and got a journal to be able to write out like at the end of every day, like what were my pain levels? How was I feeling? What was my eating like? that kind of thing. And to some people that may seem a little bit excessive, but that's for me, like that's what I need to do to prepare properly for this and to feel confident going into this. Confident. You know what? That's a good word to lead into um, the fact that I have, don't get me wrong, I have weight goals um, for this meet, but I want to step out on this platform with the uttermost confidence in every single lift that I do. And I think um, in meets before I've lacked that, I let my nerves get to me. And so this prep, even when I get nervous about a number, it's going to be, it's all going to be about, you know, controlling those emotions, focusing in and walking out to that platform with confidence, walking my squat out with confidence, setting up my bench with confidence, going into my deadlift with confidence. Like confidence is going to be the key word for me for this prep. And so it's the first word when I open this journal. And again, like this may seem really tacky to some of you, but maybe those of you, it seems tacky too. you should actually fucking try it because maybe it's something that you need to do to hold your own self accountable. Okay. I'm telling you, I am spitting fire today. So like, don't fuck with me. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so when you open this journal that I have, the first word is confidence. And it's just to remind myself that like, that's what I want to focus on the most. Confidence in the form, confidence in the weight, confidence in really who I am and what I'm about to go out there and do. And to prove to myself that what happened to me in Indy was a fluke thing and that I'm bigger and better and more prepared than that. And really like, and she would never ask this of me, but I want to prove to Liz that I'm more than what happened in Indy. I know that she knows that I am, but I want to show her, like, you know, that the effort that she's putting into me, I'm taking seriously. Um, One of my biggest fears is an athlete with a coach ever, and I know that I would never, but there are days that, like, man, I just don't want to let her down because I know how much effort she puts into being a coach, and so... I don't ever want her to think that I'm slacking on purpose or whatever. And I know she doesn't. I know, guys, she has never done or said anything that would ever make me think that. It's my own insecurities um, with some of the stuff that had happened with my rheumatoid. And so I'm proving to myself that I'm better. I'm going to prove to my coach and my teammates that I'm better than that. And I'm going to prove to all of them that RA and got shit on me and it won't ever have shit on me. Um, so it's about confidence. It's about overcoming what I went through in the last meet that I competed in and, um, obviously getting stronger because, you know, that's why we compete. That's why we have goals. That's why we do what we do. So I have my journal. My keyword for this prep is confidence. If you're going into a prep, um, if you're prepping for the same meet with me, like I would encourage you to like find something and like make it your keyword. So like maybe you just want to really focus like you're confident in your form. And so now it's about making those numbers go up. And so maybe your word is strength, like whatever. Um, mine is confidence. I just said a lot of things really fast. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really passionate about this. Um, meat prep is like my favorite. Honestly, as nervous as I am, like it's my favorite because I prove something to myself every single time. And I have a coach who pours a lot into me that takes care of me. And I love, you know, we bond and grow over, over every single meet. 
and I just, like, game day is just my favorite. Um, also, like, let me just kind of tag in here that the Special Olympics side of this that's happening, um, I could not be more excited for. Um, if you haven't checked it out, go check out Fortress Athletics, um, Instagram page and check out the, the stuff that we have up about the Special Olympics side of this. Like, I'm crazy excited, guys. Like, this is what my heart goes out for. Um, and I cannot wait, like, I had to miss it last year, and I'm, I'm in it this year, and I, I'm so, so, so excited. So, anyways, so I set really strict boundaries with myself during a meet prep, because, and I can't remember, someone posted it today, actually, and it said that failing to plan is a plan for failure, and some of you might think that that's really tacky, but, like, it's true. If you're not taking the time to set yourself up for success, then you're setting yourself up to fail. There are some things in life that you can't wing. Your eyeliner? Of course you can. But um, getting ready for some kind of major event going in your life? Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't wing that. And so the next 12 weeks, I won't be drinking any alcohol whatsoever. I say that like I drink all the time. I really don't. Sometimes I go out with my friends on the weekends and we drink and we have a good time, but um, I won't. For the next 12 weeks, that's game over. I will only be the DD. I will take my meal prepped meals with me. I don't care what I'm, we could be chilling at the bar. be like, hey guys, give me like five minutes. I got to run out to my car and eat really quick. Like whatever. Um, So I won't be drinking for the next 12 weeks. I do this every single prep. Um, Alcohol does a lot of not great things to your body and that is putting an obstacle in front of myself on like on purpose really like I'm drinking knowing what the side effects are. We're not doing that. I do this and again I do it every single prep. I do not drink for 12 weeks and so that 12 weeks starts on Friday. No alcohol whatsoever and it's not like it's a big deal for me. I can have a good time without it. So uh, I'm still a good time without it. I'm still the best time without it. So no alcohol. Um I limit my social events during a meet prep. Um, You know, sometimes social events take a lot of energy out of me, some more so than others, depending on, like, where I'm at and what I'm doing. And so I limit the amount of social events that I go to during a meet prep, and I will flat out tell somebody, like, hey, I'm in a meet prep, and, like, I don't have the extra energy for this right now. I'm really sorry. But once I'm out of meat prep, we can go do something to make up for it. Not like weddings, baby showers, like whatever, those kinds of things. Obviously, I'm going to go to those. But um, I do limit myself on what I do. I take my mobility and my relaxation way more seriously during a meat prep because meat prep can be... I'm so sorry. I have the hiccups and I'm like trying to choke them back as much as I can. Um, A meat prep can be mentally and physically taxing enough. And so... It's really important to me to, like, take hot tub time. I have friends that have hot tubs. I started to say hot tub time. Like, that was just no big deal. Um, But I do. I take, like, being in a hot tub, getting massages regularly, seeing my chiropractor regularly, doing mobility every single freaking day. Like, I take all of that so serious during a meat prep. You should do that all the time, Quinlan, you power lift. I don't know of one single fucking power lifter out there that does mobility and ever, all the shit that they're supposed to every single day. And if you do, you can fucking send me a DM and just tell me how you do all that. And then I'm going to call you a big fat liar because it's not, nobody does that, okay? You can lie to yourself all you want to and say that you do all that shit every single day exactly how you're supposed to. But the fact of the matter is, is we're all human and we all fuck up. And so that's a lie. Anyways. <laughs> 
Um, so there are just a lot of different things that I take seriously, and those are some of them. I, my energy and my mindset, sh- hang on, I almost messed that up. My energy and my mindset shift a lot, and I do this, it's just my thing. Like, this is how I do this, this is how I prepare for this. I, I really, I shift all of the focus to myself. And here's the thing, is that some people, um, some people want to call it selfish. And really, babe, it's not. It's okay to take a designated amount of time to focus on nothing but yourself. Can I, I don't think you heard me. Let me, let me say that again for you. It's okay to take a designated amount of time for yourself. And so, some of you are like, well, Quinlan, I'm a mom, I'm a dad, I'm a single mom, I'm a single dad, I'm a wife, I'm a girlfriend, I'm a husband, I'm a boyfriend, I'm a partner, I'm a significant other, I'm a daughter, I have, I have this going on, I'm a son, I am a sibling, I am a this, I'm a that, there's this going on. You, bottom line, okay, bottom fucking line, is that you cannot be the best version of yourself for the people in your life that need you if you are not taking time for yourself. Did you hear what I just said? And it's really important. And trust me, I get it because I wear myself down trying to be this perfect whatever it is for everybody in my life. And I can't. I physically can't do that. But I put that kind of pressure on myself, honestly. And so it's important to remind yourself that A, nobody in this world is perfect. And B, if you want to be the best for everybody else around you, then you have to take the time for yourself. So, for me now, um, at this point, that will be on Sundays, I'll be sitting down and writing out my week and writing out the things that are going on and writing out, okay, I'm deadlifting on this day, I'm squatting on this day, I'm doing my bench and my secondary days on this day, I'm meal prepping on these days, I'm taking this food to work for this day, I'm gonna do um, a yoga session this day, I'm gonna do more of a just movement session this day, I'm going to make sure that I follow my mobility chart on this day, like I'm getting down to the nitty gritty And I'm going to do this for 12 weeks because if I can do it for 12 weeks, then after this meet, I can be a better athlete. I can be a better teammate. I can be a better whatever else because, and so I'm just telling myself 12 weeks, just do it for 12 weeks and prove to yourself that you can do it for 12 weeks. Maybe yours is only going to be four weeks. Maybe you need to start smaller and okay, this is what I'm going to do for the next two weeks. Okay, I did it for two weeks. Now I'm going to do it for two more weeks. Okay, I did it for this. Now I'm going to do it four more weeks. Now I did it here, I'm going to do it for this. So I'm telling myself, for the next 12 weeks, it's about me. It's not about anybody else going into this but me. And don't get me wrong, I have a lot of titles behind who I am. And there are a lot of other people in my life that need me. But I am literally going down and sectioning out, like, the hours of my time. And some people are going to be like, you know, that's really excessive. But here's the thing. I have dreams and I have goals that I'm chasing. And sometimes it takes going into a meat prep for me to realign that with myself. And it just so happens that that's what this one is doing. Um, And so maybe it takes a big project or a big event for you too to kind of get back on track. But I've been slacking lately. And, oh, okay. The reason why I've been slacking lately is because straight up I have been struggling with depression. And not for any reason. There is not anybody 
in my life in particular that's causing it. There's not anything going on. There's not one single event that's going on that's causing it. Number one, I was diagnosed with depression as a very young teenager. Um, It runs in my family. Lots of people in my family have it. But also, I'm, I'm a human who's going through a lot and has a lot on her plate right now. And sometimes that triggers episodes and I'm going through one and I have reached out A, to my therapist, B, to a doctor to talk about antidepressants and is that something that I need at this point and C, to people in my life who are close to me that understand that about me, that are helping hold me accountable for that. And so, yes, I'm going to buckle the fuck down because I want to do really, 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 really well in November and I know what that's going to take, but also because... I need to get myself in check. I need to get myself back on track. I've let myself just kind of do whatever um, for about a month and a half now. And at first I was like, okay, it's post-meat blues, right? I was blaming it on that. And then I was like, okay, I don't know that I can really call it post-meat blues anymore because now I'm far enough away from that meat that that shouldn't really be bothering me. And so maybe it is a little bit of an episode. And then the next thing happens and it triggers a little bit more and then the next thing happens and it triggers a little bit more and it's just gotten to this point where I'm like you know it's dark it's really dark right now and so I've told the people that I trust the most about it now I'm telling my entire podcast viewing area about it and it's fine I'm okay with with that being what it is right now and I'm not I'm not like I'm not okay, but I know that I'm gonna be okay. I know that this is all, like, gonna come out and be, and be fine, and I know that I have people that love me and care about me and are gonna hold my hand through this, and, you know, that's, that's good enough, and now I have something to really put my focus on, which is this meat prep, and so I, I'm saying all this out loud, and the more that I say it out loud, the more that I realize myself that, like, it really is gonna be okay, and so if you are going through maybe it's depression or anxiety or you know whatever mental health struggle you may be having right now reach out to some people that are close to you um if you don't have that reach out to a therapist there are hundreds of options for like getting that paid for and everything you just got to put a little bit of work into it reach out to a therapist reach out to your doctor maybe you're in a phase where you yourself also need antidepressants we have talked about mental health on this podcast many, many times and it all, you know, people have gotten on here talking about how antidepressants have completely changed them and how they're thriving now and so maybe you just need a little bit of extra help and that's, it's okay. Can we please stop the negative connotation that goes with being on something for your mental health? It's okay to need help. We're human beings, and if we were created to do this all on our own, then we wouldn't have friends, we wouldn't have family members, we wouldn't have doctors, we wouldn't have therapists, like, we wouldn't have those things if people didn't need them. It's okay to need them. Do you hear me? It's okay to need them. I need them right now. And this is me, like, saying, like, yep, it's a little bit darker than I can handle on my own, and so I need extra help. Um, I was with Jack this weekend, which was, like, my soul needed it so bad. Um, I hope that you all find your Jack. You can't have mine. Um, she's taken and, uh, sorry, not sorry about you, (laughs) but I hope that you find one in your life that just helps you, 
helps fan your flame and remind you of who the fuck that you are. Like, I felt the most confident I felt truthfully, not faking it online. Yeah, sometimes I fake my confidence. <laughs> Come at me. Uh, <laughs> um, I truthfully felt like confident and I felt strong and I was happy and like everything was great. And I still have like, listen, I still have days that are, I have a great life. Like there are some really hard things that are going on, but at the end of the day, like I have a really great life and I'm very thankful for it. And it could be so much worse than what it is right now. Um, so it was just this reminder really that like she just, and she doesn't even do it on purpose, but she just helps me remember that I am a badass bitch and that there is nothing that's too big for me to handle. And really, she didn't have to say that. Like, just hanging out with her and being with her and I can be the truest form of myself around her. I feel comfortable enough to let all of the walls down around her. And um, we were kind of texting after and... <laughs> We, she was like, you know, come spend your prep here again. And she's walked me through, is this number two or three now? I think this is kind of number three um, that she's really held my hand through. And I know that it's going to be a beautiful and amazing thing. I already have plans to be back up there next week. And um, probably every weekend for the next 12 weeks. Um, but I love her. I love her family. And um, I really hope that all of you can find that kind of person for you. I know not everybody has access to it necessarily, but also, um, how are you letting people in? And listen, I'm preaching to the choir because I don't always let people in. I sometimes really suck at that and I have very high, very thick walls, but, um, I hope that you have one person in your life that you can go to and let your walls down. You need to. It's okay to be vulnerable. Again, preaching to myself there. Um, I don't really know where else I was going to go with that. I had a good thought and I lost it. <laughs> Anyways, so that's kind of what like this this looks like for me is just buckling down and focusing on myself and like I you're going to feel guilty about it and I get that. I have felt guilty about it just like writing things down and seeing how limited my time really is. But um now let me let me let me come at some another group of people here. If you have someone in your life who has come to you and said to you that, like, I'm going for XYZ, and I've got to buckle a down, buckle a down, <laughs> Quinlan, I have to buckle down for this amount of time, and I need your help to hold me accountable, and I also need you to understand that this is what it is, this is what I'm going to. If someone comes to you and says that and you don't respect that about them, then um, maybe you should dig a little bit into yourself and like ask yourself why that upsets you that they've asked that of you um, because I don't think everybody really gets it. I know that there are people that don't understand people setting boundaries and really what you need, what anybody, like this is not like, what anybody needs to understand about someone setting boundaries is, like, they're doing it because they're trying to improve themselves. And if you're truthfully someone's friend, you should want them to want to improve themselves on every level, right? Be there for your friends. Respect 
their boundaries. How is someone supposed to be the best version of themselves if they're not taking time for themselves, right? Like, how are we supposed to be the best us if we're not taking time out of our day, out of our week to truth, even if it's an hour, like take an hour and focus on you. Maybe you have 30 minutes here and 30 minutes there. Take those 30 minutes and do something to really focus on yourself. It's okay. It doesn't make you selfish. It makes you a human being who has boundaries and has expectations for themselves and who wants to improve and heal and grow. And we all know the motto around here is healing and feeling, right? So feel some things. Maybe you feel guilty. It's okay. Like, again, everybody feels guilty about focusing on themselves because other people instantly want to label you as selfish. Not always the case, okay? Maybe you are doing some meditating and some emotions come up. Feel them. We're feeling them. Healing, we're feeling. We're growing. We're glowing. We're becoming the best fucking versions of ourselves. And for me, the next 12 weeks, that means it's all about me. And that is oh fucking K. Now, don't get me wrong. I still have room for my friends. I still have room to go out and have a good time and to be able to rest and relax and to let go. But there are also things that I'll be doing this 12 weeks that I don't normally do, such as setting aside 30 minutes every single night to just write out how I felt about the day. I suck at sticking to that, but I literally set an alarm on my phone for 8.30 every single night to just sit and write and I'm going to put my phone on do not disturb and I'm going to write it out. And maybe you don't have a meat prep and maybe you don't have like a... (laughs) an autoimmune disease that you need to keep track of um but maybe you have emotions that you need to check out and so 30 minutes every single night write it out babe um I kind of went on a tangent didn't I I do that sometimes I'm just this is something that I'm really passionate about and so I grow mentally every single prep and because it's been so dark and weird lately like I'm excited to get into this one and to to grow again I'm going to get stronger and I'm going to come out a better athlete and I have teammates that are competing in the same meet and we're all going to grow together and I'm going to build relationships and I'm going to prove to myself that I can fucking do this and I'm so excited like honestly I'm excited about it I'm nervous but I'm excited and you know I'm I'm hungry for it I really I really am um, I'm really humble when it comes to a meat prep and but I'm hungry man like I am ready to show up and show out and that means just grinding it out for the next 12 weeks and I'm gonna take it super serious and that's just my way of working on myself and maybe it'll look different for other I know it'll look different for other people um, I'm hoping that as this goes on the other people that are competing with me will kind of share with me like okay here's the thing so if you're competing um, anytime soon Um, or if you've been in a meat prep, send me a DM on Instagram, right? Q-U-I-N-N-Y-B-R-Y-A-N-2. It's all one thing. Um, send me a DM and tell me how you have, you know, if you're going to a big thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a meat prep, but I know, like, this is called deadlifts and daddy issues, so a lot of us are powerlifters here. Um, if you're going into a big meat prep or you're going into a big something, tell me how you prepare for it. Tell me how you work on yourself. You don't really, and now you're going to because of this episode? Tell me about it. I want to know. I It's kind of going to be a, a project for me, and I will share results next week. Um, I think that was everything I wanted to say. Work on yourself. 
don't give a fuck, don't feel guilty, main character energy only. Um, we're really focusing on that now, okay? In closing, my babes, find a way to take time for yourself this week, okay? This week and then next week and then the week after that and then the week after that because self-improvement. I know I ranted a lot um, this episode, but it was just stuff that was like, because I, I honestly feel like not everybody understands and not just to meet prep, but not everybody understands what it's like to buckle down and to grind into something and they automatically want to be like, well, you're acting different. Well, yeah, I've got a little something extra on my plate right now that I need a little extra time to digest, okay? So just hang on. I'm, I'm, I'm working on me. We're working on ourselves and it's great and we love it. I love you, okay? And I know that it's hard, but I know you can fucking do this and I'm preaching to myself too, okay? Like, we got this. We're the main characters of our own story and we're writing every sentence every minute of every day and it's up to us, okay? We can do this. My kings, my queens, my everything in betweens. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are hot. You are the baddest bitch out there and I know that you are capable of everything that you want to achieve, okay? have the best fucking week i will see you back here next it'll be monday i know it's tuesday but on monday and we'll get to hang out again okay i love you goodbye